0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, January 5th, 2016. I'm Caleb Brown. Immigration raids targeting Central Americans in the U.S. illegally appears aimed at signaling to people currently in those countries not to come to the U.S. And the dramatic decline of Mexicans apprehended at the border and in the U.S. may be driven by better worker visa policies. Cato's Alex Narasta explains. Immigrations and Customs Enforcement has engaged in some several raids sort of uh, with, uh, with some surprising uh, results. Why now?
1: That is the $64,000 question. I think the big reason is the uh, president is following up on what they did in 2014 to stop the migrant surge. So if you recall, in June of 2014, uh, tens of thousands of people started to arrive – along the U.S. border, seeking asylum from Central America. Uh, Those numbers were dramatic, caused a big media circus. A lot of them were put in detention facilities in this American Southwest, and they were given hearings. What the government did was they went down, they sent Joe Biden, they did a bunch of targeted buy ads in Central America telling people not to come. They increased enforcement along the border, put these people in camps in the United States to make it not appear like they want to come here to, to raise the cost of them coming here. And as a result, the numbers has dropped off a lot in 2015. I mean, it's a fraction of what it was in previous years. But since October, the numbers have gone up a lot. I mean, by tens of by hundreds of percent of these people coming back again. So, I think what they're doing is they're tar- using these raids right now to send a message to Central Americans to say, Listen, if you try to come here and seek asylum, we're going to send you back. Full stop. Full stop. I mean, uh, the other the other explanation that people are using is that this is sort of a Donald Trump effect, that because Trump has been talking a lot about immigration, the president feels like he needs to act. But I think that really takes away the responsibility of the administration, which has been consistently enforcing immigration laws, um, especially along the border region, and especially as it comes to asylum seekers in the United States.
0: What has been the recent history in terms of people trying to come to the country illegally.
1: So what we've seen is it really peaked in 2000, or It peaked in like 2007 or so. So right after the housing collapse, uh, right on the verge of the Great Recession, immigration from Mexico really dropped off a cliff. Uh, It went from around between 1 and 1.6 million a year being apprehended along the U.S. border of Mexicans mostly, down to in the low hundreds of thousands. So you have like 300,000, 200,000 Mexicans being apprehended. And in 2014, the first year uh, ever recorded, a majority of illegal immigrants apprehended on the southwest border were actually non-Mexican. They were Central American, Honduran, Guatemalan, from El Salvador, places like that. A minority of them were Mexican for the first time ever.
0: And and notable because those countries have uh, pretty high rates of violence. Uh, in recent years.
1: High rates of violence in recent years due mainly to the drug war, uh, but also much lower rates of economic growth in Mexico. Mexico has turned itself around the last 20 years. It's done very well. These countries have not. So the economic gains of coming here are higher. You also have sort of later migration from these countries starting. So right after the Great Recession went in place, Mexicans stopped coming illegally. A lot of these folks in Central America started to come in large numbers. And what we see now a lot of these sort of kids being caught at the border is family reunification. So if the parents can't go back and forth their kids come north to join them.
0: So if illegal immigration peaked in 2007, it would be not totally unfair to say a great immigration control strategy would be to wreck the US economy.
1: That is exactly what numerous political cartoons have uh, uh, laid out there in uh, years after the great recession. But another part that of this sort of um, control of illegal immigration story that is untalked about is a big increase in guest worker visas for Mexicans specifically that has occurred administratively behind the scenes since around that time as well. So you see a... um huge increase in what's called I-94s, which are forms that are filled out when people enter the United States for whatever reason. And the number of I-94s going to Mexicans um, has increased dramatically since uh, the high point of, or or since uh, 2002. So, to give you an example, um, 2002, about um, 100,000 temporary workers from Mexico were allowed in that year. Uh, by 2013, the number had gone up to over 600,000. So, more than a six-fold increase in the number of Mexicans allowed to come in each year for temporary work annually. Um, what we've also seen is, of the total number of these visas issued, it went up from about 1.5 million to 3 million, but the percentage of them that went to Mexicans tripled. So not only did the total number of these visas issued increase, they Mexicanized, in a way, and uh, the number going to Mexicans increased by over six-fold. So as a, and that coincides pretty closely to the decrease in illegal immigration from Mexico coming to the United States. So this, in a way, is a repeat of what happened in the 50s when we had the Bracero program channel illegal immigrants into the legal market. It's just that this was done administratively by loosening some of the bureaucratic rules, by allowing more visas to come in through that mechanism, and um, uh, by really applying these rules and selling these visas to Mexicans.
0: Alex Narasta is an immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute. Read more of his work at cato.org.